0: Welcome to Solid Steps Radio. Good morning. My name is Chad Russell. I am co-host here along with Kurt Souter of Further Still Ministries. How are you doing this morning, Kurt? Chad doing super, man. It is March Madness Week. It is, man. Right? We, we tape this show on Tuesday and Saturday and Sunday air, so right now there may be some people across this region crying. <laughs> But depending on
1: weeping and, and gnashing yeah. of teeth, right? Yeah. So
0: you're an Illinois guy, right?
1: Yeah, but Illinois is pathetic. They're
0: not in the tournament.
1: Uh, Have a look. Uh, they, I don't think they can spell tournament. Uh,
0: okay, sorry about that. <laughs> Y'all can just keep farming. Instead of playing back deal. in the
1: day they were pretty good. Back, you know, when I was back on the farm, you, they'd make the tournament all the time. But not so much. Nah, they're. I mean, a while back they have a decent season here and there, but all right. they're not like UK and U and you know all those things. Of course, you yeah, know, that's a topic There, right there is some people. pain right, right now in our U community, but anyway, moving on. It's not as fun. This is a show by men for men, right? Yes, it is. So <laughs> we are we're talking
0: about man stuff, and if you've just joined us, we are. Uh, if you want to hear any past shows, we, last week we had a show about financial uh, responsibility and finances and money, and if you want to go to our Facebook page or our Solid um, our SoundCloud.com page, you go to, um, just type in Solid Steps Radio, we're on iTunes, and you can go to listen to a podcast of all of our past shows and this entire show if you want to hear it in its entirety. Okay, I'm going to do a little word association with you this morning. Oh, no. I know. You love this. You didn't know we were going to do this. Okay. Oh, I, yeah.
1: I, you never know what you're going to okay. do. You, you, you're the stats guy and kind of the, the trivia kind of guy. All right, so, so I'm going to do a, I, I might have my, my guests. We, we, we've got two great guests, and I'm really excited to introduce them in just a moment, but they're, they're they gonna, might have to help me out here. They'll be perfect for this, but I'll just I'm just you, right? Okay, here we go. <laughs> I'm going to say a word, and you tell
0: me either manly or unmanly. Like you associate it with manliness or you don't associate it with manliness, kind of unmanly, okay? okay? go ahead. you right, ready? Yep. Trucks.
1: Manly. Barbecue. Manly. Shopping. Not manly.
2: <laughs>
1: Sports. Manly. No, I, no, yo, yes, yes. Okay. Hair yeah. products. There, there are so- no, that's uh, be careful.
2: <laughs> I, I, <laughs> says, uh, I have no guy. hair.
1: I have no hair, right. and we have one of our guests today has no hair. Okay, so that so, can be kind of so, iffy, right? But, but I'm going to say no. It's it's no, mm, okay. not not manly. I'll take offense to that. I I know <laughs> you would because I'm looking at your GQ uh, hairstyle. <laughs> All right, last one, worship. Uh, that you know I I'm going to say unmanly. Right. But I I I think it has a lot to do with manly, right? And that's that sounds like a good show topic. I think we should do a show on that. I, well, I, we are going to do a show on that because I, I because we our stories from our two guys today, I, I think are really intriguing and are, and are really, I think, going to be helpful
0: right. for our listeners. So we're going to talk today about worship. And, and I, I think when you I said manly, unmanly, unfortunately, unfortunately, I think people don't think of men and worship and what that should look like and what it looks like on a daily basis. Because a lot of times when people hear worship, they think some guy on stage in skinny jeans singing a couple songs on Sunday morning. <laughs> um, and that's not... That's yeah. not the whole big picture. No, I, you know, because so. be,
1: you know, one of my favorite one of my favorite biblical worship people in the Bible was King David. Yeah. And the guy was one awesome stud. I mean, when you can kill Goliath and be the warrior and military guy that he was and yet he was an incredible worshipper.
2: However, there's no historical proof that he did not wear skinny jeans. Was
1: <laughs> you don't know. It
0: you don't was... know. Yeah, you know what? Maybe he did <laughs> hey, wear skinny jeans. They so. had skinny tunics, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> right? So I think we well, they introduce know, our uh, guest.
1: Uh, it, it is time. But, it, uh, but one comment. It. You know, he did, I mean, talking about worshiping, I mean, he almost, I mean, he did kind of disrobe in his absolute ecstasy of worship before god you know that's a good point i mean his wife was ridiculing him because of his worship style at the time you can ask but, our guest if he's ever done that yeah, I, mean, I, I think we better <laughs> st- stay away from that uh, but go. hey but it, it is it is great to have uh two guys here barry suggs and uh and Stephen mccorder and both of you guys and I, I was i was sharing before the the show we were talking i go two guys who have kind of a similar story in some ways and also yet what you do completely in 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 work is completely different. So Barry, uh, welcome today. You uh, you were in the military for how many years? 20 years. 20 years, you retired out of the military. And, then, uh, and now what do you do? I've been working for the
3: last uh, 15 years as a parole officer for the state of Kentucky. Wow.
1: Parole officer for 15 years. You're not that old, are you? Uh, uh, 57. 57. So uh, you, you you've been around the block a few times and experienced a lot of uh, a lot of stuff in the military and as a parole officer and we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. You've been married to Laura for how long? For the last almost eight years. Okay, almost eight years. Mm-hmm. And children? I have a daughter, Rose. Okay, and she's how old? She is seventeen. Okay, awesome. And uh, we're going to move over to Stephen here, Stephen. Well, y- your your story is, uh, and we're going to kind of unpack both of your stories a little
2: bit, but you've been married uh, how long now? Uh, my wife and I have been married for 14 years. Why on the radio? You should have told me in advance you'd be asking me <laughs> this question so I could ask Facebook. Don't make me look stupid, Facebook. Uh, we've been together for so now, oh my gosh, almost 20 years now. Mm. We've been together since high school. So Wow and kids Um, we have three little boys 11 8 and now 18 months old Wow. It's kind of like uh, Jim Gaffigan says, like having three children is like you're drowning and someone hand you a baby. <laughs> 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 I can now, I now get that. <laughs> oh yes, yes, it's <laughs> awesome. Love uh, it. So um, Stephen,
1: you uh, what do, what do you do? Barry's that's a mil- good question. <laughs> bear- <laughs> I love how you
2: asked that. <laughs> He's still trying. Yeah, I, uh, I, play, I play video games. <laughs> and, uh, actually, I no. don't. I don't play. Video games. So uh, I am a worship leader and songwriter for Iron Bell Music, Iron Bell Ministries, um, here in uh, Louisville, and uh, I've been a worship leader now for uh, 15 years. Which that's odd to say that out loud,
1: it, because you got a, a crazy wild story. Oh my goodness, crazy wild. Very. You you okay? So you, I mean, how do you go from a drug addict? to yeah. a worship leader so just just unpack your story just, just ever so briefly yeah just ever so briefly so
2: yeah if you want to hear the whole story you can um go to uh you know com or com and find me and you can see the whole story so uh yeah so i grew up the son of an evangelist and long story short my dad and my relationship was was not good so pretty sour my, pretty sour so in my early teens i began to rebel and kind of get into drug addiction and then the next thing you know it's just just Like you know, selling drugs, um, the whole nine yards. The last five years of my early teens, uh, late teens, early 20s, I was a crystal meth addict, so I was doing crystal meth every day for five years. Um, at the end of that time, what happened was my brother in law gave me this book called The Case for Like Christ by Lee Strobel, mm-hmm. and I was so against Christianity, I was the guy that would cuss you out if you even mentioned Jesus around me. So, the real miracle, probably, in the whole story is that. I accepted this book, you know, and I went home. You had, I re-
1: you had enough respect for your brother-in-law.
2: Yeah, yeah, you know, I I did. That's true. Um, you, you, now you, you, I don't. No, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, so he gave me this book, and I, I read it. It was 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm staying in this house with, like, seven musicians, and uh, my girlfriend is living with me at the time. is now my wife. So the whole thing is just a really really ugly situation but at three o'clock in the morning i'm reading this book and i just blow up everything that you think needs to be in place for you to come to jesus i'm like three o'clock in the morning i've got drugs next to next to me in this bed and i'm reading this book And I felt just the presence of God come in this room. like I mean, like the presence of God. There was nobody there preaching. There was no worship music playing. There was no guy in skinny jeans in the corner playing (laughs) guitar. But, uh, you know, I'm sitting there, and I just have this moment where I feel the presence of God in this room, and I feel God say to me, you know, I'm real. What are we going to do about this? And I remember just saying, Lord, I want this because now I'm starting to get the picture here. But I don't know how to quit everything I've ever known, how to quit this thing that I've created around myself I don't know how to do it and so in a thought more powerful than words the Lord said you don't have to I will you, you didn't hear an audible voice but you heard his voice no it sounded like Charlton Heston no it was a, <laughs> <laughs> no it was a thought more powerful than words yes again and you know it's that just that moment where I just said okay God you're gonna do it so overnight I quit everything And I know some people hear that and they go that doesn't work like that well You'll have to take that up with the Lord. But overnight, everything, and and something that a friend of ours, Tony Gore, said that I love, he's like, you know, you never see Jesus heal the same way twice throughout the gospel. So God's got his ways are higher than our ways. The way he does things is the way he does things. So overnight, you know, I just quit everything, uh, moved out, got engaged with my wife uh you know Mary now my relationship my father got restored he ended up baptizing me and my wife so that's just this huge story of restoration and it continues to be a story of restoration and so uh, I think a year and a and half redemption
1: I mean that's, yeah. that's
2: and a year and a half later uh some very very desperate church hired me as a worship leader and I think I remember them like just screwing over to me a piece of paper of the songs that I could play and I think it was like the the most uh, hippest one was I can only imagine so it was, like <laughs> You know, I was like, okay, got it. You know, this I is, can do that. And one. And this was a guy that, you know, I played like death metal music throughout my teen years, and like it was so funny. So mm-hmm. I went from that to that, and uh, it's been wild ever since. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So you go from complete addiction to. Starting to lead worship, and now you've been writing songs and leading worship, and we're, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, we need to take a break here, uh, but w- wow, what a story! And, and Bear, we're going to come back to you, and uh, you know how you have been transformed. Yeah, speaking of music, hear that
0: music playing right there on the background. That's our. Steve McWhorter wrote our theme song
1: for the show. W- and, uh, you know, when we when we started this show. That's what that beautiful sound is. Yeah. That, that yeah. is, that beautiful so, sound. <laughs> isn't that so it's cool?
2: So I mean, we, we, when we, we start to get it, we,
1: we said, who can help us? And we said, hey, Steven can help us.
0: And so we said, who's the most creative person we know? that person wasn't available so we called steven <laughs> <laughs> what what run-of-the-mill sucker will do this for us but anyway, anyway so our theme song thank you Stephen, for doing this we're going to take a oh, break my pleasure. we're going to come back and talk more about worship what that means uh, in a man's life on solid steps radio welcome back to solid steps radio this is chad russell kurt Souter. we are talking about worship today and before we get started on our next segment here with our guests, we're going to thank our sponsors: Carol Rogers Carpet One, Ken Martin and his crew for all your flooring needs over here on Hurstbourne Lane. Uh, there's a link to their Facebook page on our Facebook page, so go take a look at them. And also, we've got a new sponsor, welcoming, welcoming them this week today is our first show. L & N Credit Union. So we uh, welcome L & N Credit Union. They're partnering us with uh, up with us on sponsoring the That's show good today. Stuff. Yeah, so good stuff
1: so anyway yeah we we want to talk about uh, worship and what it means for a man and you know we and we heard uh, Steve your story uh, you know how you went from complete drug addict to worship leader and we're gonna uh, unpack that you know kind of what your day looks like and uh, I, you know I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that you you know the first thing you do you wake up in the morning grab your guitar and you start singing uh-huh. you start singing uh-huh. to your wife and your children and that's right. and that, that's
2: that's what worship leaders do right oh yeah man it's like sound of music in my house every day I just I get on top of the couch spread my arms out and just that's a, a typical day for Stephen McCord. I warm my voice up yelling at my children and then I then the glory <laughs> and Barry uh, you've been in the military and and
1: uh, for 20 years parole officer for 15 years and uh but how, how did you come to faith in Jesus my faith in Jesus uh, came about because my mother
3: led me to the Lord as a child. Mm. Um, I was probably about six years old at the time, and uh, she told me a children's, Bible, a children's story, a Christian story. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that story, she asked me if uh, I wanted to invite Christ into my heart, and I said I did, so she led me through the sinner's prayer. Uh, I was baptized at my local Southern Baptist church right after that. I remember the baptism really well. And um, so I was raised in a Christian home, uh, again started out Southern Baptist and then at uh, some point as a teenager, um, mom wanted to check out a, uh, a very vibrant and growing Pentecostal church in Birmingham, Alabama. And uh, so for about the next four or five years, I was in a, a very strong, very powerful church. And uh, really as a teenager um, grew, spiritually mm-hmm. um, absolutely loved being in church was in church several times a week and um, uh, it, it was a really good time in my life because I uh, had a good home uh, I didn't struggle with things that normally most young people would struggle with I didn't rebel against my parents I was a good student had good friends did well in school and you had a good relationship with your dad had a good
1: relationship with my dad okay so then um, as did you did you did you always walk closely with with the Lord? I did up until about the
3: time that I joined the military.
1: And then what happened?
3: I was as a teenager. I was starting to struggle with lust, uh, pornography in particular. Um, and when I went into the military, I was still full of God, still full of the Spirit. And so for about six months, I was still reaching out to my fellow soldiers and and still sharing the gospel and those kind of things. But I decided about six months into my military service that I was going to stop struggling with this lust problem because I was so frustrated with it. Mm -hmm. And at that point, uh, not long after that decision to stop struggling, I stopped going to church completely, and I didn't return to church for about the next 20 years.
1: Really? It was 20 years? 20 years. And so uh, just real quickly, describe that, that journey of just falling away.
3: I was uh, really a, uh, a two-sided person. I had my, uh, my military side, which uh, I advanced through the ranks and uh, eventually promoted to major uh, in a combat arms uh, unit. And, and so I experienced a lot of success uh, in the military on that, part, in that side of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my personal life was uh, getting darker and darker. Because since I wasn't reaching out to God anymore and was giving into this struggle with lust, it took me into places that I never thought I would go. Mm. And so uh, one marriage turns into two marriages, turns into three marriages. And my personal life, uh, for the most part, was a wreck. And so I could, I could go to work and look like the guy that had it all together. Uh, but at home, I wasn't leading anybody but myself, and I was leading myself down the wrong road.
1: Wow, complete train wreck. Complete train wreck. And so, what what turned all that around, Barry?
3: What turned it around was that uh, that I
1: started going to church after about twenty years, and you're you're kind of slow, huh? I mean, uh, you know, I mean, you, you train wreck, and you just uh,
3: <laughs> well, I was uh, married at that time to a woman who very much was um, uh, involved in church herself. And so, if nothing else, I went with her to be with her in church. Okay. Uh, more, but, more so than me trying to, to reconnect to God myself, because I really wasn't interested in the reconnection at that point to God. Uh, I was just going to, uh, with her. And so I would hear for several years great sermons, but I would leave the, the sanctuary unchanged. I would go right back to whatever I was doing
1: and uh, that wasn't turning out so good though
3: it wasn't turning out so good because um i could never uh for example be faithful uh to my wife to any of the wives that i had uh i was always searching for 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 another woman for another person to uh to have conquest over if you will and and so at some point in that third marriage um I got an incurable sexually transmitted disease. Uh, didn't know who I got it from. Uh, I just knew I had it. And I had that for, for these first few years that I was going back to church, I had this. and uh, But what turned it around was uh, something happened in a church service one day that really impacted me. And, and I was crying during the service, and I was crying on my way home. And my wife at the time asked me, uh, why are you crying? And I said... Because if I died today, I don't know where I would go because I think I've lost my salvation. I've been doing this my own way for so long that um, I think I would spend an eternity away from God. Mm. And and so God began to work things in my life to bring me back to Him. I mean, He was already working things to, mm-hmm. to bring me back. And so uh, I decided in January of 2003... Thirteen years ago that I would uh, walk down at the end of a service and say, um, uh, "LinkedIn in with a, um, a decision person, the decision person asked me, uh, what are you doing here? Are you here to accept Christ? I said, no, I accepted Christ when I was a child. He said, are you here to join the church? I said, no, I joined the church several years ago. He said, well, what are you here for? I said, I'm here to confess what I've been doing in secret for the last 20 plus years of my life. And so I confessed my, my sins to this man who I'd never met before. I told him, I said, I'd like to be baptized um, as an adult. I was baptized as a child, a real baptism. But I want to be baptized as a line in the sand. I'm starting a new life. And he said, we can do that. And the next weekend, I went into the baptismal tank with a disease. And when I came out, I didn't have it. And I've never had it since. And um, God healed me physically, restored me spiritually in the same moment. Uh, I had gone home uh, before the baptism even happened and, and threw away all the pornography that I had collected for the last 20-plus years. Had a huge collection, threw it all away. Mm. and Freedom. Freedom. Complete
1: freedom. Wow. What a story. And so uh, that marriage, though— didn't last the marriage didn't last and then um by god's grace uh seven plus years ago almost eight years ago you met another lady i did you met her in a bible study i did and uh, tell us about that
3: well by the time i met laura i had uh, completely surrendered myself to god so i was letting him lead me literally in every area of my life where I went to church, what, where I worked, where I lived, who I was in a relationship, who my friends were. So when she initially came to me, my, Laura, uh, she asked me if I, I would go to coffee with her. And I accepted the invitation,
1: but... She, she asked uh, you. You didn't ask her, she asked you. She asked me. That happens all the time. <laughs> 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 yes. Uh.
3: And so uh, I let God lead that relationship. We dated for two and a half years before we married. And for the first time in my life, uh, I love somebody unconditionally. Mm. And I always put her first. And I've never been unfaithful to her. It's been a complete transformation for me that God, again, restored me spiritually, but, uh, but gave me the ability to love somebody as Christ would, as Christ loved the church. Wow.
1: Well, i tell you what. That is an amazing story, and uh, that, that you, we, we're talking about worship. You know, Chad, that that is an example of 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 worship. Well, we're going to go into that, more detail of, yeah. of of like how yeah. how does all this tie
0: into worship? Because yes. these are two totally different stories, but not really. But they all kind of come down to the same topic of how do we worship God? Out of that, during that, and and coming through that. So we're yeah. going to take a break. Come back. In our next segment, we're going to break down a little bit more about what worship looks like in the lives of these guys and what uh, how we develop a lifestyle of worship, not just on Sunday mornings for a couple songs, but a lifestyle of it. So we're going to take a break, and we'll be back here shortly on Solid Steps Radio.